Andy Johnson. This is the Reading Instruction Show. The focus of today's podcast is what your eyes do during reading. As you read the page, your eyes do not move from left to right, letter to letter, word to word, in a straight, steady line, as you might think. Your brain simply tricks you. It gives you the impression that they do. Eye movement research shows that your eyes move unevenly across the page, going back occasionally, skipping some words, fixating on other words. The small, rapid, jerky movements that your eyes make are called saccades. Where your eyes stop, that's called a fixation. And a regression is when your eyes go back to check on a word. While reading, your eyes fixate, stop on only about 60% of the words you read. With unfamiliar reading material, of course, you fixate on more words. With familiar reading material, you fixate on fewer words. This means that your eyes skip over, skip over about 40% of the words on the page. It only appears as if you're reading every word because your brain fills in the blanks. This again is consistent with the neurocognitive model of reading. Reading instruction that only focuses on individual letters can actually impede reading progress. Thus, instruction on letter sounds, phonics, should always be provided along with instruction and activities that develop the semantic and syntactic cueing system. So yes, include phonics in a reading instruction program, but you must have activities to develop the other two cueing systems, the semantic cueing system and the syntactic cueing system. There are three, remember, that the brain uses to create meaning with print. Back to eye movement. We have three visual uh, regions, the foveal, the parafoveal, and the peripheral. And this is how it applies to reading. The foveal, the point of fixation where you are able to see clearly and process details, enables you to perceive only about three to six letters. The parafoveal is the region directly surrounding the foveal region. This enables you to perceive about 24 to 30 letters, but not very clearly. Without some sort of context, the string of letters in the parafoveal region are undistinguishable, indistinguishable. The peripheral region is everything else. Here you're able to perceive only the gross shapes, but not individual letters. So considering this very small in-focus viewing area, question me this, answer me this, Batman. How is anyone able to read more than 10 words per minute? We're able to read quickly because of the top-down flow of information from our cortex. We use the information contained in our neural networks along with the context of what we're reading, the semantics, along with grammar and word order, syntax, to make predictions about the upcoming text. These predictions enable us to make sense of the semi-blurred letters found in the parafoveal regions and to recognize words quickly as we're reading. If we're reading efficiently, we do not process every letter in a word or every word in a sentence. Rather, we recognize words using semantics and syntax and minimal letter clues. 
Because we're creating meaning with print, our brain only tricks us into thinking we have looked at every letter in every word. So, what are the implications, you ask? Sometimes, when a student comes to a word that he or she does not recognize, there's a tendency to ask the student to sound it out. This is often the worst advice, as it gets in the way of the student focusing on individual letters instead of meaning. Using semantic and syntactic clues is much more efficient and effective. When a student comes to a word that that student does not recognize, you should instead say, what word makes sense? Just some ideas on eye movement. Andy Johnson, The Reading Instruction Show.